0: What's up? What's up, everybody? It's Hoya Rock from the one and only Madball and Smoking Word podcast. In my hands right now, I got that new LP from my boys in Terror. The record is called Pain into Power. I believe. I believe in these days. These days. These days of brotherhood. Ten brand new songs produced by Todd Jones. The artwork by Spoiler. It drops on May 6th on pure noise records in the U.S. and on N-Hits records in Europe. Hardcore lives. You know the deal. time to
1: even
0: Hello, friends. This episode is brought to you by From Within Records. If you haven't heard by now, Carbonite will be making a return very soon. New album titled Like a Sickness. I'm so excited. So please go follow From Within Records on social media. Go boot up your Twitter, your Instagram. Click that follow button to stay up to date on all the current news. This summer, Shackled, Doubt surrounds all in the USA coming to a city near you. They're going to be in California with Statement of Pride, and I'm so excited. Very much looking forward to that. Also, WARN, Human Work LP, second pressing, available now. Head over to the From Within Records Big Cartel and grab a copy before it's too late. It's limited to 200 copies. Also, WARN going on tour this summer. I will see them in California in July. Hopefully, they will be hitting a city near you. So please support WARN this summer when they venture across the United States. And like I always say, please support From Within Records because they support us. Also, if you're looking for high-quality merch for your band, for your business, for whatever else, please go hit up my friends over at Good Fortune Printing out of Wilkes-Barre, Pennsylvania. They do awesome quality work, so please go follow them on Instagram at Good Fortune Printing. You can get in contact with them through email you can email them at contact at good dot they're amazing on today's episode we had to track down the most reoccurring guest ever in the history of the jamer k podcast dan schultz he sings for a band called warn plays in fatal wound he also sings in fatal wound uh, he is just an overall great friend, very supportive of what I do. So I'm very much happy to have Dan back on the podcast. Moon Knight ended a couple weeks ago, so I wanted to bring Dan. Excuse me, I wanted to bring Dan back on to continue our Disney Plus series um, post breakdown. So you can hear us speak about Moon Knight. It was, uh, in my opinion, uh, I think it was awesome. I feel like they did that character justice, and especially for him being a new character to the MCU, I, I wasn't, um, unhappy at all. So I'm just hoping for a season two. I hope they don't give up on that character because, uh, for the first season, I think they did a really great job, but also I got an update on Warren fatal wound. There's a bunch of cool stuff in this conversation. So I highly suggest you strap in, enjoy this conversation. and Without further ado, welcome Dan Schultz to the show. podcast dan how's it going
1: going on thanks for having me back for the 15th time
0: <laughs> if i'm being honest uh, somebody had asked me uh, like a, a while back they're like who has been like the number one reoccurring guest and I, it's you like I, I had to go and look it up because i had a couple people that i thought it could have been and when i like uh, you know kind of like looked at all the episodes like you were the number one so thank you
1: good i want to keep that spot <laughs> well <laughs>
0: Yeah, um, well, this is just going to add to the, the you know the the record. So I I appreciate you coming on, and I, I know a lot of people were expecting it because uh, you know we've or last time we were here we talked about Hawkeye, which seems like ages ago because that was back in was that like late November or December time.
1: I think it was December. Yeah. I think it wrapped up in December.
0: Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'm I'm happy to have you back, but we're here because uh, Moon Knight uh, wrapped up last week, which I was a little skeptical going in because i w- didn't watch it like from jump just because i was like busy with other stuff and i was just kind of putting it off and putting it off and then as i'm seeing people talk about the show and it being um, you know uh, criticized uh, uh, you know um, all the weird different things that i read i was like oh like i wonder if it's really that bad or if maybe people just um Aren't like that in tune with who Moon Knight is? And w- when I watched the the series, like when, when I got done with episode one, I'm like, okay, like I thought that was awesome. And then as it progressed, I I was actually really happy with how they portrayed the character and the story that they had you know given us.
1: I thought Oscar Isaac was easily the best thing in the
0: show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, he he was great. But to be fair, like the whole time I was wondering because like. Before uh, he got officially announced, um, you know, being casted, I-, I remember there was like that rumor of uh, Keanu Reeves uh, maybe um, getting a chance at playing, um, uh, Mark Spector and all those other personalities. I don't know if you ever or I don't know if you remember that.
1: I don't remember that, but after seeing the series, I don't think Episode Five would have been as good without Oscar Isaac in it. Like that that episode was so fucking good and uh i don't know i can't imagine anyone else doing it
0: mm-hmm. okay yeah no for sure i am and e- even now like after the series i'm i'm happy and like up- applaud uh you know him for you know being uh you know such a good mark specter uh it, it definitely made me feel like okay like did he Read any of the comics to you know, to do such a good job, or is he? Or is this like his natural like acting abilities, and he was able to pull it off just by not even reading the source material? But he 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 did a, a really awesome job.
1: Yeah, easily the him and Ethan Hawke were all, like so great together. I just wish that there was more of the show.
0: Yeah, and walking away from it, um, yeah. it, it just. It, it's weird that we're kind of like in this limbo spot where we don't know if we're going to get a season two, which at this point of this recording, the only, uh, you know, Marvel Disney plus series that has a season two is, uh, Loki. And it, it, it it's crazy to me that they haven't wanted to maybe m- like move forward with any of the other ones that have already finished. Like I get it. Maybe not Falcon and, and winter soldier. Cause they have, movies coming out so it might be a little too expensive to do a show with them again and we know with uh scarlet witch you know with wandavision she's uh you know in kind of limbo right now for anyone who's watched dr strange they just
1: announced they're doing a scarlet witch solo movie
0: oh it's news to me okay well yeah. th- there we go uh, w- well deserved uh, that's long overdue shout out scarlet witch um and then you move in move on and then we have uh you know loki that like we said getting a season two which is the first and only one so far and then hawkeye could easily get a season two but i don't know if they want to push uh you know kate bishop into the big screen uh, i don't know if uh like a kate bishop hawkeye movie would be successful i would enjoy it because i'm a huge fan of that character but um but with the growing success of all these shows it's just like why haven't they uh, wanted to, to move forward and do other seasons and progressive stories. Cause obviously I feel like there's a lot of room to grow. And with the fandom that the Marvel Netflix series had, like it, it, it could easily be something like, like that with these Marvel Disney plus series.
1: I think the, a lot of the, the Disney plus series have been just like kind of fine. And like, I, I don't know. Moon Knight might have been my favorite. Okay. It it, it, was pr- it was up there. It's just the the one gripe I had with the show is it's about Moon Knight and Moon Knight was barely in it. I uh-huh. you- was like the one gripe I had. Other than that, I had like I was really interested in it, like seeing how it ended it. And then the season finale just like it goes so fast and it wraps everything up and then it's like over, and it feel it felt like there was more shit they could have expanded on like two or three more episodes,
0: yeah, it seems like they like that sweet spot of like six episodes, which which is fine, but if it's gonna be all right these six episodes and we're gonna just have. Just one season, it, it does, it, it could feel a, a little rushed because if, if if this is it for moon night, which I kind of feel like it, it very could be, um, it, it, it's kind of sad that, yeah, that, that last episode does seem really rushed to try to like tie everything up as nice as they could with what they had.
1: It, it's crazy. Cause like the episode before that, where they're in the mental hospital, that was like, probably out of all like the Disney plus shows, that was like the best episode out of any of those shows.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I think like, the, the, like, it, like the parental abuse shit and like all the, the big dramatic stuff that happens in the episode was handled so well, Oscar Isaac was great in it. And then after that episode was done, I was like, Oh, the next episode is just, it's going to be done like a snap. And that's what happened.
0: Yeah. I, I, I really liked that. They, uh, tapped in with like his mental health stuff, obviously, you know, uh, with the tragic incident uh, you know obviously spoiler for anybody who hasn't watched the show like the tragic event with his brother and then you know, his mom growing to to hate him because she blamed him for the death of his um, younger brother it's uh pretty sad but but i'm, I'm happy that they didn't like kind of tone that down and make that like a small part of his character uh because oh, it was
1: pretty realistic too like it was it was handled really well
0: yeah i i it, it was trippy, uh, but I, I didn't kind of like how they, uh, you know, it, like you would black out with him, right? Cause it, he would like, you know, blip out Mark would take over and then it'd come back to Steve and there's all these dead bodies and you're like, holy shit, like what's going on. And I, I thought that was pretty cool. Cause kind of like threw us, you know, like in his mind and just like, we were just as confused as he was to how all that happened.
1: I thought, yeah, that shit was cool. The beginning, I think the first two episodes. I was like real into third episode. I was like, okay. Fourth episode where he gets shot. There's always cool shit in each episode, but the knowing how like the series ended and that it needed honestly, two more episodes to flush stuff out because it didn't really even go into Ethan Hawke's motivation mm-hmm. other than like, he just wants to judge people. It's like, well, why?
0: Yeah. I didn't feel like, yeah, there was, like, too much, uh, you know, background about that, because, like, yeah, I was like, you knew he used to be uh, with Kanchu, which, like, all right, cool, like, they, they, they mentioned it a couple times, but they didn't really go, like, too far into, like, how he even got picked.
1: Yeah, I would have liked an episode with his, with Ethan Hawke's backstory, and it would have given the character more, I don't know, like, it would have made the last fight scene more crazier if you have like the whole picture. Cause they like, it feels like they, they wanted to tell Steven's story, uh-huh. which is great. Cause I mean, Steven, Mark and Jake are all moon night, uh-huh. but it feels like they left out like plot things. Like the whole love interest didn't feel like a real thing. And then, uh, I can't remember her name, but she becomes Scarlet Scarab, and I was like, "Okay, that's
0: cool." talking Lord. about Layla, Le- Layla. Le- 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 Le-
1: yeah, and the last episode, she becomes Scarlet Scarab, and it's like, "That's cool," but this might be the last time we ever see that character.
0: Mm-hmm. It was like the first the Egyptian superhero, which yeah, was cool. But uh, is she a cheater for kissing Steve?
1: Sure. <laughs> I think so. I I I think yeah,
0: she's she she's a, uh, a a cheater. She's not loyal, so I'm I'm kind of still upset with Layla. Yeah,
1: the her her storyline was like kind of weird because Mark was trying to protect her from Kanchu, but it didn't get resolved until literally the last episode. He's just he goes, Kanchu tried to kill your dad. it's like, well that could have been said the whole time
0: yeah it's like you could have saved like this like now she thinks that you've been like lying to her and hiding this big thing like during your whole relationship it's like wouldn't it have been easier just to tell her from the very beginning
1: the that the show is cool i like the show i'd mm-hmm. give it like a an eight out of ten i wish there was more i wanted more
0: yeah and it's it, like i said it, it's such a bummer that it just doesn't seem like we're gonna get more because because even with the post credit scene right like you see conchu uh you know he 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 picks up um you know Ethan Hawke's character Arthur and then uh you see uh Jake Lockley and you're kind of like okay this is kind of cool but i don't know if they played that post credit scene you know just kept it within the Moon Knight, you new know, series to play it safe cuz you know think about the other ones like we we're, we're kind of seeing post credit scenes and stuff that leads to other things going on in the MCU. But it seems like this one's just kind of staying here with Moon Knight and not really no hint at anything coming next. Like, you know, as far as like the big screen or uh, or no relation to any of the other series. So it's just kind of interesting that um it, it leaves it off like with that and not something no little like breadcrumb to like what's next for like the big picture.
1: I knew I knew going into it. Moon Knight wasn't going to connect to like the actual MCU shit. I was just going to enjoy it for what it was Mm -hmm. because like I I think I had too high of expectations for the other series and like the only one that really like the only one that truthfully really led anywhere was Loki
0: um well uh WandaVision too because you see like also like if you watched WandaVision you were way more caught up to speed in Doctor Strange
1: yeah that yeah you know yeah that's true too I forgot about that yeah
0: so Wanda and
1: and uh loki were the only ones that like kind of led anywhere for now And i knew moon knight wasn't going to connect and i was like okay i'll just enjoy it as it is and I, like mm-hmm. the whole time i was watching it i was like man it would be so fucking sick if they did west coast avengers or if they did midnight suns
0: yeah but it's like i don't i'm not sure how keen they are because if you look at um what okay so In the MCU, we have Avengers, right? That's, like, the number one team-up shit. But then when you look at them trying Defenders and it being kind of a flop, I think they... uh, It seems like they're kind of, like, scared to try to, like, combine everything again.
1: I think... It seems like they're done doing, like, ensemble movies. And they're just going to stick to, like, smaller team-ups. For the time being, at least.
0: I always... uh was under the impression that they're just building this new Avengers team to to build up to the next Avengers movie. Because the Avengers, uh, you know, it's always like the number one team. And when you look at how these contracts have expired and who have kind of taken up the mantle to kind of fill those roles, it kind of seems like in a couple of years, we could get a, a big team-up movie again.
1: Yeah, I guess it depends on... Fantastic Four, X-Men stuff, and Black Panther. Because I went into Doctor Strange being like, this is going to set shit up. Mm-hmm. And then it didn't. And I was like, okay. Well, the movie was sick, but...
0: No, it kind of did. If, if you look at just that one word, incursion, I feel like that's, yeah. that's where they're kind of like... They kept it was, uh, they said it's so frequent in like that small part of the movie that I'm like, okay, this is... Secret Wars, like uh, you know, like, it has to be. Yeah, like are, they gonna do, are they going to do
1: 1984 Secret Wars, or are they going to do, uh, what was it, 2015 or 2016 Secret Wars, where Doctor Doom becomes God?
0: I think that, but see, like, I would lean towards that. But at this point in time, we don't even know who Doctor Doom is in the MCU, right?
1: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, they're, if they are doing Secret Wars, it's not going to be for. Fuck, like 10 years.
0: Um, 10 years. I'll be old, older, way older.
1: Cause they, they still, if they're doing the, the secret wars from 2015, 2016, where Dr. Doom becomes God and like the whole, the whole world becomes like, uh, oh, what the hell is it called? I can't remember what the world gets transformed into, but it's like the, the battlegrounds and like all the shit with like oh man, Mm -hmm. I haven't read that, that secret wars in a while. Actually reread. Um, I have my big copy of the 84 secret wars. Mm -hmm. I read last summer. Cause I really, I love that. Like, uh, that story arc.
0: Yeah, no, it was cool. But yeah, like I don't, I don't want it to be 10 years. Cause that's, that's a really long time. And it does get tricky too, because you got to think about, um, these like actors and actresses and how they age, and hopefully they make it through. Because because when, when you think about the culmination of everything that led up to Endgame for all those actors and actresses to have made it that far without any big scandals, uh, nobody dying, um, it's pretty remarkable. Because you think about now with people um, you passing away, uh, like you know, rest in peace, Chadwick Boseman, um, and just you know, with the way the world, the universe works. Like, I don't know if we could get so lucky again.
1: Yeah. I just, everything is like, I was talking about with a friend a couple of days ago and I was like, yeah, I mean, it'd be cool if things led to secret wars and they could introduce like the new captain America, new iron man, new, maybe scarlet, Witch new x-men characters but they haven't they have like the movies are coming out like black panther thor fantastic four captain america four i think yeah and that's kind of it for now and then like the miss marvel show is coming out which doesn't really look too great unfortunately
0: um well you said captain marvel Miss Marvel, oh Miss Marvel, Miss Marvel, um, yeah, there's there's a couple things there that I'm kind of just like really curious about. Like, I don't, I, I wish they would scrap Black Panther, like the first one, right? It was like a cultural reset. It was such a big deal, but with the tragic passing and there's just so much controversy with what they're going to do. Obviously, I think they're what. Promoting Shuri to to be the next Black Panther, which is like I don't know, it just seems really weird because they had the script for two that included Chadwick Boseman. So I'm just curious to see how they're going to have to or had to rewrite everything because it's, it's scheduled to come out in November, which is crazy. um But I'm just really sad at that whole um, you know uh, you know list of events that happened that led up to that. That that's a bummer. And then when you look at Guardians just ready to exit. I'm just like that I, I feel like that could have been s- like so much better. But with the whole like James Gunn scandal uh, with him getting like recanceled, which was like such a bummer. And then just the cast, you know, sticking up for him and probably creating tension with the company, um, you know, talking about like Batista, uh, you know, and all of them like sticking up for him that just you know probably didn't make Disney too happy, but it's like they had to stand up inside with the director and you know because they knew him for who he was and he wasn't like that person that people were trying to pay him to be so that just sucks to see such a big uh you know franchise and that whole team just kind of like have to go away because like obviously like there has been like you know different versions of the guardians of the galaxy but when you had something so awesome with like one and two uh granted two was like you know fine i like, wasn't my favorite movie I, I liked the first one better but i was still so happy to see them you know kind of be the head of like the mcu going like cosmic they were going to be like you know the the people that led them to all this other stuff like adam warlock which we're going to get um and then you know that's where we saw the nova corp but but to kind of get rid of it it's just kind of like damn like where's where's all this heading because like with the things that we're going to be left with it just sucks to kind of like have this big void when it comes to that cosmic stuff because i i i like captain marvel in the comic books, but I don't like what they're doing with her right now in the MCU. It just seems like they're just really kind of messing up that character.
1: Yeah, the first first Captain Marvel was mid. Mm-hmm. Fine. Wasn't bad. It was it was fine. And then her character in Avengers, I was like, What is she even doing here? Yeah. There's like no purpose for this character at all. And <laughs> then now they're doing the second Captain Marvel with Rambo in it. And I was like, I want it to be good. I hope it's good.
0: I don't think so. (laughs) I don't, I'm very skeptical if I'm being honest.
1: They did it. They also announced that guardians three, like finished filming a couple days ago. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I was like, Batista said something like, yeah, this is the last time I'm playing Drax. And I was like, all right, that's kind of a bummer.
0: Yeah, because for someone in, who who's as big as as big as him, like you can't just go and recast Drax.
1: No, unless they like, unless they do the multiverse shit and then they get someone to play like the '80s Drax, which is all serious. Oh, I don't want that. And not like the the humorous version that people have come to know.
0: It's like the, I think the only person they could recast without it being an issue is Groot. <laughs>
1: yeah if they even do that
0: yeah because I, I i think bradley cooper's perfect is rocket and then um what's what's arlo's name I, i'm really bad with their names um chris pratt
1: yeah chris pratt
0: and then what's the uh gamora zoe i always forget her last name right zoe
1: yeah well gamora i don't even know if she's ever coming back she might be gone for good
0: I would I'd imagine she'd be in the movie, right?
1: Three's probably gonna be them, I'm assuming, trying to get Gamora back and then Adam Warlock is gonna get involved. Yeah. That's what I'm hoping for. That that's why I, I
0: want Adam Warlock shit. But what kind of Adam Warlock?
1: At that point I don't even know because they haven't done anything with him besides the reveal.
0: Yeah. And you got to think to like that—that post-credit that we saw—that was like seems like ages ago because you got to think about the time that that Guardians Two came out to now. So much shit has happened.
1: What was that? Six years ago? Five years ago?
0: I think so. Um, let's see when it came out. Guardians Two release. Um uh, five years ago. Yeah.
1: Yeah, that's crazy. And they haven't done anything. I—I I honestly thought in. Endgame. Mm-hmm. Ab Morlock was going to show up or something. Didn't get that. So I was like, alright, maybe they're never doing anything with this character in the movies. And how would they?
0: <laughs> yeah, because for someone who's as uh, powerful and like important to the cosmic shit as him, like they're just going to toss him in there like, hey, this is the guy from that gold cocoon you saw five years ago.
1: Here's this guy who's Pretty much a God, by the way. Yeah, he's here now.
0: Yeah. It's, I don't know, I'm pretty interested. But, like, right now, I feel like, okay, the the next movie to come out is Thor, which is my least favorite of all the MCU movies. I think Thor's going to
1: be fucking sick. I'm calling it. I'm calling Thor's going to be
0: fucking badass as
1: fuck right now.
0: It's it. if if you look at the tra- the trajectory of Thor, right? One was okay, two is like really fucking bad, and then three, you know, was good, um, but still not my favorite. Like I I've, I've never been like, all right, cool, let me go put on that you know Thor Ragnarok movie. Um, I I'm curious about the next one because obviously I like that storyline. I'm a huge fan of Jane Foster. I I don't like the way she looks. I that like that you know those couple of screen grabs that are out there. I'm just not a fan. Um but I am curious about like how they're going to portray uh, gore, the God butcher. Uh, they haven't shown him yeah. at all, which yeah. is
1: what make it's making me psyched. Cause I'm like, oh, they know they got something cool with gore. The God butcher.
0: Yeah. So I, as long as I don't do him, like they did to Ramu and Dr. Strange, I'll be no. happy because I
1: make it. I have faith. Yeah. I have faith that it's going to be fucking sick.
0: Yeah. And, and I'm curious if it's going to like, you know, tie to, um, like the Eternals at all. Cause, uh, did did you watch the Eternals?
1: Honestly, I still couldn't have
0: even been bothered to see it. Okay. Cause th- there's this post credit scene where I think where you, you could see them do a tie in, but I don't know
1: with what blade or, uh, there's a with, s- uh, Thanos's brother. Right?
0: No, no, no. There's like a certain sword that like was gets like revealed. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah but Blade's there. Blade talks to Homeboy and he's like, "Do you think you can handle that?" <laughs> um, but I don't know. I, I, am curious.
1: I hope, I'm hoping that the Thor movie introduces the Watchers in some capacity.
0: Yeah. Which movie were they supposed to come out in? Was that, um, was that Endgame?
1: Well, it shows them in. Uh, Guardians 2, uh-huh. where they're like going through like the different like planets, yeah, and you see the, the main watcher. Uh-huh. But, um, I feel like if they're having a movie with gore in it, where he's gonna be killing gods, they have, I, I hope they touch on it because, like, that's like a pinnacle moment, depending yeah. on. If they stay within the are they only staying within the thor cast or are they going to go on beyond that and have like nova core because guardians are there are they going to have adam warlock are they going to have captain marvel you know
0: yeah and, and you got to think too at this point like when you think about um the whole like type of characters that we've seen we obviously have seen gods we've seen celestials now because of Eternals so like you know when, when you keep going up in the, the, the cosmic social ladder like yeah we're, we're really close especially with with
1: gore because there's some stories where he goes all out and kills some big big name characters
0: yeah I, I'm I, excited
1: I, to see the scale of what that entails in the movie
0: yeah I, I want to see how like gory it's going to get
1: I wonder if they'll have him kill any of the gods from for Moon Knight.
0: Maybe because uh, if, if you watch well, you have uh Moon Knight, Dr. Strange, you, you notice that some of those kills are getting a little more, you know, crazy, more, a little more uh, graphic. So I, I I'm, I'm hoping that trend continues in this next Thor movie.
1: Oh, I better see some decapitations.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: We got some in Dr.
0: Strange. Yeah, it was pretty, pretty brutal. I mean, and overall, did, did you like Dr. Strange? Because I, I think I saw like one tweet. that I, I think you said it was awesome. Like, I can't remember.
1: Yeah, I thought it was dope. Okay. I uh, I went in thinking, <laughs> I knew Sam Raimi was doing it. So I was like, oh, this is going to be Evil Dead 4. And that's pretty much what it was.
0: <laughs> yeah, uh, Zombie Strange or you know the um, Defender Strange that they brought back to life. <laughs> He, that was so he, sick. He looked pretty awesome. I I was actually pretty stoked to, on how he looked.
1: I was, I was hoping for, uh, cause all the, the shit online was like, oh, superior Iron Man's going to show up because of the, uh, the Ultron Sentinels. Mm-hmm. And I was like, when it got to that scene, I was like, let's go. And then we got something, some other cool shit in it, but
0: yeah. Well, you, you gotta think back, there was still an empty seat up there on like, you know, on the little riser because, um, uh, everybody got introduced and then even when, uh, you know, professor X wheeled in, there was still an empty seat. So people were kind of like speculating on who that could have been for.
1: I think it was Dr. Strange. Was it? Yeah. I think it was implied that it was that universe's Dr. Strange. Here.
0: But in, they killed him. So they just kept his seat open or was that more yeah, seat? That-
1: that's what I'm thinking. I wasn't thinking too far into it because mm-hmm. that's good, probably going to be all we see of that universe, you know.
0: You think so? I don't think so. Maybe. Who knows it?
1: Well, at this point, I don't know because anything's
0: I, possible at this point.
1: I've stopped getting my hopes up for like big picture stuff and things being like leading up to something and I just go, yeah, every movie's going to be its own contained thing until like the next team up movie.
0: Yeah, I was patiently waiting for Tom Cruise to walk on screen because you know there was like that uh, you know screenshot of uh, Tom Cruise on set, uh, but I don't know what happened. I, I guess they just cut him out, or maybe that wasn't a real thing. But when I didn't see Tom Cruise in the movie, I was like, "Huh, that's really interesting. I, I wonder why we didn't get to see the Iron Man variant." Maybe, maybe it's too—is it too soon to see Iron Man again? I don't know.
1: I was hoping for Superior Iron Man. Dude. Really hoping for it.
0: Yeah, go look at my uh, Instagram and Twitter avatar. It's Superior Iron Man.
1: Would have been real fucking sick, but maybe he'll actually be the new Iron Man coming up.
0: I don't know if we need one. You don't think so? Mm, I mean, if they're doing Reed Richards, then I'm I'm biased because I'm like that's like my favorite superhero, and I'm just thinking like who out there could. Do a good tony stark they already had him yeah and you know like it's not as easy like obviously like we're getting ironheart um which uh you know it's not like a proper successor to to be the next iron man but it's cool to see that we still have people in the iron suits and we still have war machine he's getting his own series soon i which.
1: think that show will be i'm hoping it will be good i hope it's not just like middle of the road shit because they're doing armor wars, right? Yeah. Yeah. I I love that story. So hopefully it's good.
0: Yeah. And also it'll it'll be cool to kind of see what uh, he's been up to and how he's dealt with the loss of Tony Stark. Yeah. His best friend.
1: I just wonder how far they'll go with armor wars, but we'll, we'll see what happens.
0: Yeah. I'm, I'm, I like to think that they have this, you know, this grand plan that obviously they don't want to speak about. That's going to lead up to something very cool, just like Endgame, but with a, a few stumbles like the Eternals. Um, I don't know what they're doing because like they could uh, still to this day, like no, they haven't none, nothing post, uh, uh, nothing post the Eternals has like you know even like really referenced it or even touched it. So they could literally just not go back to that at all. And the whole universe would be fine.
1: There was something I read that they were going to have a character from eternals show up in moonlight or at moon Knight, mm-hmm. And then they decided to cut it because they were like, well, the movie flops, So why bother?
0: Yeah. I, I see the point, but it would be cool to, to see some of those characters because the, um, the ones that make it out are pretty cool.
1: Would have been it would have been sick if Moon Knight could cross over into other shit, and then we could get like a Moon Knight Daredevil team up, Ghost Rider, Spider Man.
0: I see Moon Knight hanging out with like Luke Cage or something like something that we didn't really like expect. At. I think that'd be pretty badass.
1: You know what's like the the one real big bummer thing is they have the the best Daredevil,
0: mm-hmm. Charlie
1: Cox. They have him hmm he's still in it and they're doing nothing with them
0: well n- still rumor, nothing official but they said that he's getting his own Disney Plus series
1: is it gonna be like a reboot or is it gonna yeah I'm it's,
0: it's, I, I, not like a I, I don't know if it's gonna be like a reboot like oh here's you know origin story uh, you know uh, uh, Matt Murdoch but I, I think like I would assume that they would just kind of pick up and just be like dude this guy is so popular like they uh, I, I think it would be pointless to do like a reboot. I, I think they could, they could just kind of throw us right back into it. Not, not right where, you know, season three left off, but in that realm where we already know um, these characters, um, I don't know if they're going to recast, uh, you know, all the other like supporting characters. Uh, I would like them to, but um, obviously like, I feel like they have uh Kingpin and Daredevil there. So there's a lot that they could still work with, I- introduce new characters and stuff, you know?
1: Oh, shit. Yeah, that's right. I've forgotten Hawkeye. Kingpin's in it. Yeah, so... Yeah,
0: he's there.
1: Yeah, Vincent D'Ofrio was in there, so... Dude, Fuck.
0: I'm waiting for Peter Parker and Kingpin to cross paths. That's gonna be, like, holy shit. Crazy. There's a
1: lot of stories they could do with that, too.
0: Yeah. Where does Spider-Man go from here?
1: I think he's done for, like, the foreseeable future.
0: Well, the... Did did they see a working title? Freshman year? Is that was that just still rumored or is that official?
1: Is that I didn't even hear about that. They're doing another Spider Man movie? Yeah. I know Sony said that they're gonna do a Spider Man movie, but that's gonna suck ass.
0: Okay, no, no. Uh, freshman Year is an animated thing. My bad. I just saw Marvel Studio Spider Man. So he's it would be
1: it would be real sick if they did um a Spider Man movie and brought back Toby and Andrew again and they did um what the fuck is it called with Madam Webb, that storyline. Uh-huh. Where they have to fight like man spider and go through like all these different trials and everything.
0: Um yeah. I, well Sony's cooking up their whole spider verse which just kind of outrageous no one wants
1: it. Not a soul wants it.
0: The only thing that I want is that they're doing a a silk movie. Shout out to all my Asians out there. I I think that's like the one thing besides Jessica drew like spider woman. Those are the two that I really want.
1: I didn't even know they were doing the movie for her.
0: Yeah. They, um, I, 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 there's like a whole list. I, I saw like a list of movies that they're doing. But yeah, they're they're doing a a silk live action, which I have zero expectations for. I'm just happy that um, people get to more people get get to know about that that character because I I'm uh, assuming that a lot of people don't know that uh, there's an Asian spider out there.
1: I'm surprised they're not doing uh, spider Gwen.
0: That's a. I I I hate the fact that they had to, you know, obviously change like the superhero name to spider ghost. I think that's the stupidest name I, and it, but it, it doesn't make sense. That they can't call spider Gwen spider Gwen. Cause then that's like her real names in the superhero name, which I get, but can they have come up with something better?
1: There's no way any of the Sony Spider-Man movies are good.
0: No, they, there's, no way. there's a long history. They've set this precedent that they can't make a good movie without uh, Marvel Studios. Because look at everything that they've done before and even during the, this weird relationship. Is if you look at uh, Venom, prime example. Venom is easy. One of the most popular villains ever. And they can't even do that right. I didn't see
1: Venom 2 yet. Maybe I'll watch it later tonight. But I heard it sucked really bad.
0: I don't even know how they got uh, Tom Hardy to come back.
1: <laughs> I ju- Dude, I tried to get to go see Morbius for months, but mm-hmm. nobody would do it for like the last two months. Okay. And so I still haven't seen it yet, but I want to so bad.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's the one th- 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 that I haven't seen that I, I, I am curious about. Because I-, I wanted it to do good just because like, if you know more of these movies do better, we can get better products, hopefully. But yeah, it... Did really bad.
1: Yeah, I I don't want. You know what sucks is like Morbius as a character does so many cool team ups with other superheroes too. Uh He does shit with Blade. He does shit with Spider Man, Craven the Hunter. Like there's a lot of cool things that they could have done with the character, and they gave him his own fucking movie for no reason. Like there's so many other like anti-heroes or villains that could have gotten their own movie. And they gave it to fucking Jared Leto and he gets to be Morbius and fuck it up.
0: Yeah. It's like, I don't think anybody was asking for a Morbius film. They, no. I think they were just kind of hung up on trying to do this, you know, slowly build like the sinister six. Cause you know, Craven's getting his own like movie.
1: Yeah. They, I know the end teaser for Morbius is them teasing sinister six. Not, it's like, why? <laughs> It's kind of this literally just happened with the last Spider-Man movie.
0: Yeah, and it's just like nobody nobody's going to want to go and support that if it doesn't have the backing with uh Tom Holland and Marvel Studios because like I said the, the, those movies are just known to suck. They can't produce a good film and it's just so weird. It's bizarre. Cuz if you look at spider-man with, with tom holland right like not mind-blowing stories it's not you know like uh like a reset or anything but it's just like how can sony you know have a hand in that but not take any notes and try to carry any of that over to like their own universe it just seems like they're trying to do their own thing and it's just clearly not working i it must be cool to just have like
1: millions of dollars to throw around yeah i like, just toss it right to that and it's like all right
0: <laughs> yeah it's like, thank you playstation for making us all this money so we can fuck up spider-man
1: i just wish we could have gotten like a tom Ho- or a tom holland spider-man and a cool venom team like team up or battle or like a cool carnage you know
0: well we were so close right with no way home we saw the he was there and the venom was there but it was just like this little like tease it's kind of annoying
1: hopefully i don't know because i would love to see flash thompson become venom and do secret agent venom i would love to see that storyline happen i don't think it'll ever happen in the movies
0: well, something has to happen because remember when tom hardy got blipped back or not blipped back or taken back to his his universe he left a little bit of the symbiote there so it's going to find somebody yeah. in that in that universe
1: i feel like that was just like a fun thing for people to be like oh look at that i don't even know if they'll do another spider-man movie with tom holland
0: you think they would walk away at this point
1: he he's gone on record saying he doesn't want to do these movies when like he's in his 30s.
0: That's why you write these scripts now, <laughs> get it get it all done before <laughs> before he's 30. Yeah, cuz it it, it it is weird that we haven't had a stable Spider-Man cuz in the actual comic book universe you see him grow into like a cool adult. He, you know, has uh, Parker Industries and becomes uh, you know, this like different Spider-Man, you, you get to see him grow up and be older, but we've never been able to get that far in the movies because yeah, things get rebooted uh, and these actors just don't last as long. Because it would be cool. I honestly think it would be cool to have him stick around as long as like uh, Robert Downey Jr., uh, uh, Chris Evans uh, did like for their roles.
1: Think about this. He's almost been in that role for almost a decade.
0: Really. Fr- yeah,
1: Civil War came out in
0: 2015. Wait, did he appear in Civil War before his own movie? Yeah, I'm trying. To, I, I, the timeline's blurry.
1: Yeah, he appeared in Civil War first, so he's been Spider-Man for almost a decade.
0: Okay, so 2016. Yeah, so six years.
1: Yeah, <laughs> it's fucking crazy when you think about it, because COVID like really like fucked up the timeline on shit so things that were supposed to come out two years ago like no way home Mm -hmm. came out a couple months ago and doctor strange was supposed to come out last year the year before and it's coming out now
0: that's crazy you know i hated him in civil war just because like his suit was so cgi i'm like why did they do this
1: they fixed it though Yeah, no It made it so much better.
0: Yeah, it looks so bad in Civil War. Like this is really strange. What a movie. (laughs) Which one? Civil War?
1: Yeah, that really like made me excited for shit going forward. If only I knew like the excitement was gonna be there for like three years, and then it was gonna be a lot of like hopeful guessing.
0: Yeah, post endgame I haven't been like super pumped up like in anticipation like going into like you know watching like you know um no way home that 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 was really good and then even watching Dr. Strange that was really fun but I haven't been like super jazzed where I'm like holy shit, like I gotta get my tickets like early I'm like super like looking forward to this moment it's like no it's been like all right cool like let me go watch because I know it's gonna be good but like, like we're also left in the dark. We don't know like what this is all leading towards, right? Because normally we're looking for this: who's the next major villain? Is it Kang? Is it Doctor Doom? uh Is it gonna be uh who the fuck is that uh cosmic guy, the big purple guy, purple Galactus? There you go. Thank you. I was running a blank. I, or is it Galactus? And it's just like, yeah, even still, like, right? We're we're still in the dark. We don't really know where this is all headed. It's just like, all right, cool. Like we're getting all this content, but. Like for like, what's the purpose?
1: I was really hoping for some mephisto shit to happen in doctor strange.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: That wasn't in it at all. And I was really hoping there would have been like, <laughs> I mean, I guess spoiler alert, but I, when professor X talks to Wanda, I was like, I was like, please do some house of M kind of reference. Mm -hmm. I was was hoping for it didn't get that so I was like okay
0: (laughs) yeah well you got to think at at that point what he's like the only or no there's only like we just got introduced to to mutants like right there maybe it had been too soon
1: I don't know because is Wanda considered a mutant in the movies or is she considered inhuman like they wrote, wrote her out to be
0: I don't know what because that was tricky right because when she came in during um, age of ultron they couldn't say the word mutant
1: they couldn't call her the scarlet witch until they got the rights back
0: too Uh that's why they kept calling her wanda um i I don't know i gotta go back and figure it out but in that moment right when he uh when uh r strange 616 strange goes and sees the illuminati (laughs) I had no idea that Black Bolt was going to be there. I think that was the one that surprised me the most. And he was, was the first
1: Black Bolt from the TV show.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Same actor. Okay. And I was just surprised. I'm like, holy shit, like because from the TV show to now, Inhumans ha- hasn't been a thing like that. Like, put a the show know, was bad. Oh, so it was they, terrible, terrible. Yeah, they wanted they to, did
1: that show dirty.
0: They wanted to get away from that word Inhumans, but the fact that they showed Black Bolt on the big screen like that, especially in such a big movie like Doctor Strange, I was like, okay, maybe maybe we'll start to see more like Inhuman stuff. Because I wonder uh,
1: what they're gonna do with Miss Marvel. Then are they gonna call her an
0: Inhuman? or <laughs> i haven't looked into what they're what they're gonna do with her origins Or they're not honest. giving
1: her the same powers either in the show because fantastic four is right around the corner and they don't want to introduce two stretchy people i guess
0: that's so stupid who cares
1: so she has different powers in the show than in the comic because they gave this excuse like oh she came out at a time in the comics where things were a little weird and it's like well Marvel didn't have the rights to Fantastic Four, so they were kind of shadow banning the Fantastic Four comics. And then they created Miss Marvel to kind of make a Reed Richards esque character. The whole history behind it's real fucking weird because just because of the movie rights. Mm -hmm. And now that they have the movie rights back, they're going to do a different version of Miss Marvel. And it's like, you have this character that's been written for like almost a decade now.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it's not like. It's like, she's like brand new or anything.
1: Yeah, she came out. She's a newer hero, but she came out at a weird time and they were calling her an inhuman because they couldn't refer to her as a mutant if they wanted to do that. So I don't oh, know.
0: Oh, she was the main character of that Avengers game.
1: Did they call her an
0: inhuman in that? I still haven't played it. Fuck, I'm trying to remember. I, uh, as soon as I unlocked Iron Man, I was like, alright, this is my guy. Even though he's like the worst person to use in that game, his like <laughs> his movement sucks. Like flying, and that game is so bad, um, which is crazy because you got to think that game is still going strong and they're still putting shit into it. Like uh, they they made a big deal about some leak, uh, which has been known because like they showed like Doctor Strange and like War Machine, but like people like we've all known that those characters w- were coming out because it got it's already been leaked. Um, but honestly, I haven't played it in months. I. Uh, had like two achievements left to get and for some reason steam like reset my progress on all those on two of those achievements and they're pretty annoying achievements to, to do so I just kind of gave up on the game but I'm waiting I'm waiting until uh they, they put in another character like black panther was that black panther update was pretty fucking badass like the, the spider-man in yet I I don't have a playstation so I have no idea because he's playstation exclusive oh, we don't on playstation uh-huh
1: that's so fucking dumb
0: yeah, but I think he's out already. I don't know, but I, I'm just waiting. Yeah, because War Machine supposed to get put in there, uh, Doctor Strange, and then they're supposed to do like some. In- uh, maybe they do call, uh, you know, Kamala Khan Inhuman because Quake's supposed to be in it. Really? Yeah. So, which is which was a little strange to me, but I like Quake, so I'm like cool. Like I'm down for.
1: You Quake before Black Bolt.
0: I I don't know, maybe because she's like a Shield agent and. I don't fucking know. It's pretty Okay. Weird. Yeah, it's pretty interesting, but like I said, I'll I'll take what I can get when it comes to in- inhuman stuff.
1: Yeah, they don't give a fuck about the inhuman's property now that like Marvel owns X-Men again.
0: Yeah. But it's going to be pretty hard to to try to revisit that cuz for them to have, I don't even know what they were thinking when they did that TV show. When I saw the like the initial like poster of what they look like. I was like, geez, Medusa looks so bad.
1: I wonder how many people saw Dr. Strange and they were like, who's Black
0: Bolt? Yeah, you know, who's this guy with this really buff chin? It's weird.
1: Why can't he talk?
0: <laughs> yeah, what would what, you think of uh, Reed Richards getting uh, you know, shown for the first time?
1: I hope they keep John Krasinski as Reed Richards in the Fantastic Four movie
0: very convincing. I, I, I enjoyed him. It's, it was great. Yeah.
1: He was doing like the, I guess like later era, Reed Richards thought it was great.
0: Yeah. I'm just, it, it just made me curious. Cause I'm like, all right, where's, um, you know, the thing where's, you know, miss invisible Johnny, Johnny storm. Yeah. Where's
1: Susan? Where's where's the, the children at?
0: Yeah, I'm curious where they're gonna. Well, yeah, because he he did mention his kids, so they, you know, it's pretty far along for like the Fantastic Four storyline. So,
1: I wonder like who the villain of Fantastic Four will even be because I Doctor Doom isn't like the he's not like the entry villain anymore.
0: He's too powerful. Especially
1: in the comics, they gave him such like insane roles as the villain in the comic where he's been like perpetrating everything for years so it's like you can't have him be the main antagonist like it, it going to be like super scroll that'd be dope
0: well could be because we're you know already dealing with scrolls with the you know secret invasion mm-hmm. but i'm looking at like their list of pretend or like look at their list of villains mole man could be a decent one
1: Huh? Yeah, that'd be that'd be definitely like a comedy movie then.
0: And then, yeah, I think all the other ones are just like maybe like what I was thinking. Maybe they could do Namor. Uh, Namor
1: going to be in Black Panther.
0: That's the setup, right? Black Panther. We see Namor, and then here comes the Fantastic Four to beat his ass.
1: Or are they going to have Namor set up and be a hero?
0: I like him in the villain role I do too <laughs> I just like seeing him get beat up because I don't like it anymore
1: <laughs> I wonder how they're even gonna like introduce him in Black Panther
0: i I'm just so curious about that movie
1: fingers crossed it's good I, I think it'll be good they haven't shown any trailers or anything from it so I'd, or even like stills
0: what would you have done if you had the power, right? You're you're running the Black Panther show. Chadwick Boseman <laughs> passes away. Do you recast or do you go with the Shuri storyline?
1: Probably just the Shuri storyline, because that's what's canon right now.
0: I just I, I i don't know why i I don't. I feel like that Black Panther right with with Chad uh, Bozeman um it was great perfect it, cast yeah perfect casting and it just sucks that we have to lose him so soon in that role I would have just walked away <laughs> I wouldn't have recast it or gone with a sherry storyline it's like Maybe he
1: got, was able to shoot some stuff for it too who knows
0: yeah I don't yeah I, I'm, I'm I'm curious because it was so so good but it's like to have to live up to those expectations. It's going to be rough.
1: You know, it's a bummer. What could have been cool is if they didn't kill off Michael B. Jordan's character for Mm Killmonger, maybe had him take up the mantle as Black Panther.
0: Yeah. Or why do they call it (laughs) M'Baku? M'Baku, it's time for you to step up. You got to fight Shuri.
1: (laughs) You're onto something.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Because like obviously she can't just take over. She had she has to go through the whole ritual, right? That's what it's there for.
1: Only time will tell when that trailer comes out this summer.
0: Yeah, it's all speculation. I just hope she she does a good job because because it, it would suck to see because um, obviously she's gonna get a lot of you know she's gonna get scrutinized um, to try to fill those shoes. But I just hope it doesn't become like a, this weird like you know joke or this like flop because the success of Black Panther one you obviously want hopefully the same amount of of success or even more for the sequel
1: I think it'll do well it has to at this point like just based on what the first movie was and like the cultural significance behind it this movie will do just as well if Mm -hmm. not better
0: yeah I'm hoping. Okay. Well, I do enjoy talking about the Marvel stuff, but you also play in some bands. I do. I, I want to talk <laughs> about um, human work, the second pressing. I, I was very happy to see that uh, you guys were getting a second pressing through From Within. Can you talk about how that came about? Because obviously the first pressing sold out, and I know a lot of people were uh, you know, pretty bummed that they didn't get a chance to, to grab a copy. So, can you talk about how that came about to do the second pressing?
1: Um, plans were, it was going to happen. It, it just, the pressing plans were so backed up. So, we're trying to f- figure out, like, well, what can we do besides wait? And some options came up and, we're able to do that and get a quicker press for it's a quicker press, but it's a lower number. So we're only getting 200 pressed, Uh but still I think that's great. You know, like people still want the record. Whenever we play, people ask us like, when's the second press coming? And it's like, (laughs) well, I don't really know how to tell you without like, sounding rude but like plants are fucked up man they have been
0: mm-hmm. and from within posted about it right and it says that it's a randomized uh you know color uh, and is that you know like you guys don't get to pick the is the plant gonna pick or like how does that whole thing work do you know
1: i think each record is a random color oh, so oh okay some, some might be green mm-hmm. some might be black some might be red some might be yellow the reason why the turnaround's quicker is because it's like leftover colored wax mm-hmm. and the plant is able to just press fast copies of those. So you hand them over all like the information, like the track list time on it. And they're able to just shoot it right out and give you a limited amount.
0: Mm-hmm. That's kind of cool. I, I actually don't mind that.
1: Yeah, everyone is a, a fun little surprise, I guess.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. And uh, you don't need to do like test presses for the second press since it's already been pressed.
1: There'll probably be set a test press. I- I'm sure there's going to be. There's always test presses with each. Okay. Pressing, you know.
0: It's that, just
1: a matter of like just making sure like sound quality is good. That's all that it comes down to.
0: Mm-hmm. Interesting. Okay. Well, that's cool, and I'm also happy that. You didn't do the gatefold, so that still leaves that opportunity for the ten year.
1: <laughs> I would love to do a gatefold. Maybe, you, ten maybe years.
0: Ten years of human work, crazy gatefold, limited. Uh, you know, short interviews. Ten years later, where's the band at now? Everyone's super successful. It'll be cool. <laughs>
1: Maybe we'll see. We'll see what happens. But right now, I'm just excited that we're getting uh, a second press because I know a lot of people want it. So hopefully, hopefully it goes ag- again. That'd be awesome.
0: I, I think it will. You know, I I, I think with how much uh you know hype and, and not in like a bad way but how much hype the the first record you know generated with it selling out and obviously with how good the the music is i think the second press will do just fine
1: i hope so i i'm really like uh just appreciative of all the people that even want the second press or like got a first press it's been over over a year now and it's
0: just fucking cool man hundred percent. And Warren, you guys just announced you're doing a, a full us, which is pretty cool. Can you talk about, um, you know, how you guys came up with that idea?
1: Uh, yeah. So originally in 2020, before we even recorded the record, uh, before COVID even happened, we were going to do a a full us tour and then COVID happened that fucked everything up. And then, Last summer was, like, do we do a tour or hold off on it? We kind of held off on it just because it was, like, we weren't sure of, like, what the the landscape would be with COVID. Mm-hmm. And we did a couple of weekends here and there. We did the FYA tour, and then we talked about it in February or March. And I was, like, yeah, we'll do the tour this summer. So booked the whole thing, and finally got announced
0: yeah that's awesome it's cool to see you uh, especially um you know you guys uh, you know booking at diy uh, I, I think it's pretty awesome for you to be able to you know, go out and do that because still to this day it's uh, you know it's still kind of rare for bands especially hardcore bands to go out and do a full us
1: yeah i mean i get why it's it is difficult you know mm-hmm. in terms of even booking a tour and getting that off the ground because if you don't know someone in like i don't know like for example like we're playing salt lake city if you don't know someone in salt lake city how are you gonna get on that show you know how are you gonna make that show happen and a lot of bands just don't want to take the risk and play like smaller places that the turnout might not be great at especially I, i get it now too with like gas prices being so fucking high and like cost of everything in general just going up so people just play like big cities and the tours will be like a week on the east coast on a week on the west coast because we know all those shows will be good but you're neglecting a, a whole part of the country that people want to see you at
0: 100 percent, yeah it it's crazy. You 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 don't really know what the vibes are like in certain cities, right? Obviously, um, there's word of mouth, and you can talk to friends um, who have been to places before that you haven't been. But yeah, it it is a risk to travel to new locations and to uh, to, to play these shows because it is you know pretty expensive to hop in the van, take time off of work, and you know put in the uh, you know the time to do all that stuff so i I can understand not wanting to take the risk but I think sometimes uh for 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 the bands like you know you uh like warn to, to to be able to do something like that i I think it's awesome because you go out and get that experience and maybe break into new markets or worst case you know figure out which ones to avoid next time
1: i mean we've we've done tours and played like tons of beat shows and like you know, some of the weirdest beat shows you play, you meet people that you become friends with. Mm-hmm. And the next time you come back, the beat gig is fucking sick. So, I mean, you can't... I, I've, I've learned over time to not go into anything with any expectations, and each show is its own thing. All that, All that you have the power of when you're in a band on tour, especially a smaller band all you have the power of is making sure that you're having fun and that you're having a good time mm-hmm. because you're, you're in control of that. You're not in control. If a show does well, you're not in control of if a, if a show does well, is the crowd participating or is the crowd just standing still? Like, are you playing to a hundred people that are there to see you? or Are you playing to a hundred people who just want to go to a show?
0: Yeah, no, I, I definitely agree. Cause
1: so all you can do is take charge and like have your own fun.
0: Uh-huh. that's that's very true it, It's it's a great mindset to have because you can't expect every show to be banging on tour right
1: no it's impossible yeah. like the the FYI tour we did with c4 spy and restraining order like there were shows on that that weren't as great that you think they would be like you're touring with bigger bands and it's like oh every show is going to be dope but that's not it's not the case all the time so mm-hmm. you have to have your own fun
0: 100% and speaking of fya it was cool to see spy play the fest cuz you know some shit went down and uh they had to uh, n- 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 drop off i guess is kind of the term but they still played some songs
1: yeah uh <clears throat> one of the guys got covid mm-hmm. but everyone else was testing negative so Uh, Peter, the singer and Cole, the drummer, we Warren learned a couple of songs and covered spy Mm
0: -hmm. and Warren great reaction. A lot of kids going off.
1: Yeah, that was cool. Uh, I was really nervous before our set. Uh, (laughs) it's just like, like I said, like you're in charge of having fun. I had a great time during our set.
0: I had a great time watching. It was really cool. It was obviously enjoy the band, but to see um, you guys in that setting, right at, at a fest, so many people traveling in from you know from fucking everywhere, uh, and to see so many kids going off, I, I thought that, that was pretty awesome.
1: Yeah, it was fucking sick. I it was awesome. Shout out to Bob and anyone that like watched us or cared. It was cool.
0: Mm-hmm. And then even more recently, I was able to travel to Philly to catch you guys at the from within Records showcase. That was also another cool showing. I saw tons of people going off and you guys had another great set. So I thought that was another cool thing to be able to be in Philly. Um, And that was the first time I ever went to a Philly hardcore show. So I thought um, it was definitely an awesome lineup and I felt like the whole show went over pretty great.
1: Yeah, that was dope. That was a fun one. what did you think of the church? Did you have a good time?
0: Yeah. yeah you know, I um, shout out to Marty Williams and Bob Wilson. I, I I stayed with them. So I actually got to the church uh, pretty early. I, I I got there with Bob. So I, I kind of got to see how everything gets set up because I, I walked into the room and I'm like, oh, this is uh, not what I was expecting because, you know, I've watched so many videos over the years of, of that place. But to actually be. In the venue to to kind of like you know um experience it. it it was like a little interesting to see how everything was um because uh you know just seeing the the iconic carpet just rolled up not even rolled out ready for the stage so like we unrolled that and then having to help the sound guy carry his like like massive soundboard from like this closet down some steps i was like i i, I thought i was going to drop it on this side that i was carrying I'm like this shit's so heavy I was like, I- I'm gonna ruin the show, but but, but it was definitely a, a, a cool thing because it's literally like right there, like in like the city, in the middle of like everything. I'm mean, this is a interesting place for a hardcore show, but it was cool. I, I saw like a bunch of people that I didn't even expect to see there, and uh, was treated nice. Uh, shout out to Carter and shout out to the label. Everybody was um, awesome.
1: Yeah, that shit was fucking awesome. Carter rocks that. That show was a lot of fun, and then uh, yeah, it's. The church is cool. I love I love playing that spot. It's uh it's cool because I haven't we played the Fiddlehead sh- show there in September and then mm-hmm. I haven't been there in years before that. So it was cool within the span of like a couple of months playing the church because like it is a legendary venue, like mm-hmm. at least in in my mind it is. Yeah, no definitely. It's just sick. It's my favorite thing about it is like, it's way smaller than you think it is.
0: Yeah. I was surprised. Like, um, And for some reason, even like watching the videos, I, I thought the stage would be um, higher, which I, I think the stage is perfect height, but just from watching the videos and stuff, oh, it seemed like it would be higher, but maybe it's because Sonny's so tall to, and the way that he films.
1: Yeah. Him holding the camera up and like getting like, I guess like a, bigger picture so to say but the room is like not that big so it's like I don't know it's perfect for like a big hardcore show but nothing like too big you know
0: yeah well knock loose played there recently right a couple months ago
1: yeah that's probably packed
0: yeah which you know do you think they're like one of the biggest bands maybe the biggest band in hardcore Bigger, they're definitely bigger than Turnstile and Code Orange. I don't know. They just they just announced that U.S. tour with Bring Me the Horizon.
1: I feel like Turnstile is turning into like a an anomaly at this point. Mm-hmm. In a cool way, not in like a like a like they're they're more than like a hardcore band at this point.
0: Yeah, I feel like they are just kind of bringing in everybody. There's no like prerequisite to who is going to like turnstile. It's like everybody loves turnstile.
1: Yeah, like I know that tour they're doing right now. They're selling out shit like almost every single show. Uh-huh. Just fucking crazy. When's the last time a band did that? I
0: don't know. It's, it's a cool lineup. I love Ikulu. I, I love citizen and is awesome.
1: Yeah, it's a really, really good lineup and like a, a big tour.
0: Yeah, yeah. Because I, you know, obviously, like we're friends with Chris Wilson. I, 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 just seeing all the shit that he posts on Instagram. I'm like, geez, they're doing like, you know, what looks like some awesome stuff.
1: Yeah, I'm psyched for them. The Kulu mm-hmm. definitely deserves to be a big band doing like big shit.
0: You know, I've always just like thought of them is that, is that so like seeing them like you know get an ass on that turnstile tour I wasn't like too surprised but I'm I'm happy that they're getting out there and getting to definitely play in front of a lot of people <laughs> who might not even have taken the chance to you know look them up on the internet or go to like a normal equal show
1: yeah it'll definitely it'll definitely be like a a big moment for them mm-hmm. going forward it, that, that's just kind of how like Doing like big tours is in general like you might not get a good reaction every night, but being on the tour flyer and doing the tour is like good. Yeah, no, good for the band,
0: it's true because it just yeah, people will just have it. it's like just that that name recognition, right? Like, oh yeah, they were on that Turnstile tour that I went to, or it just becomes familiar when they see it so often, especially with bands that they love right like they might love like the you know uh, you know turnstile citizen ceremony but they might not know the akulu but when they you know see it so often it, it could you know pique their interest and at least they're you know if they're just known for their name you know that, that's something
1: yeah 100 percent.
0: okay well i love Warren. uh there uh is there a split in in the works is that still going on can we talk about that or
1: yeah, of course um, split with c4 is coming eventually. Mm. Our side is recorded okay uh, I think the recording within the next couple of weeks mm-hmm. if I'm not mistaken and we're working on a a new EP for from within
0: oh great yeah. That's great news.
1: that'll be out. Fuck if I know. <laughs> <That's> my, <laughs> fuck if I know. Like, All right.
0: There's an EP. Well, there's a split and an EP coming. I feel like that's a lot.
1: Split EP and then uh, I think some comp songs coming out.
0: Comp songs? Where? Yeah, so <laughs>
1: that's a big TVA. <laughs> but there's going to be a bunch of shit coming out. Mm-hmm. Uh, just Right now, we're going to be focusing on playing Mm -hmm. touring uh got a bunch of shit lined up for late summer and fall and we got some shit in the plan in the in the bag for winter too so if you haven't seen us yet (laughs) there's a pretty good chance you will coming up this year
0: yeah it's just like get off your ass stop being lazy there's gonna be plenty of opportunity to see warren very soon
1: Don't worry. We'll be coming right to your door. (laughs) We're pretty much uh, a a couple of us are at a point where we're like, yeah, we can just tour however much we want. So we're going to be doing a bunch of shit coming up.
0: Okay. And then um, as far as uh, your other band, Fatal Wound, I, I know there's a fest coming up that you're playing in Uh, the end of June but um, is there any other stuff going on any new music or any other shows
1: so we're playing Asbury Park the day before the fest with uh, horrendous 3D and ICD-10 this band Phantom that'll be cool then -hmm. we're doing something to talk about we're playing that Thursday with the Flexed and Uh, Ratnip and Scalpel.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And that day will be that, that fest is going to be a lot of fun. That day will be really good. And right now, <laughs> our guitars got COVID. We were supposed to practice last week, but I think that's going to push to this week or next week. And we're in the process of finishing, finishing writing a seven inch and also a split
0: okay you're you're pretty busy
1: <laughs> and then we can't do any like touring right now but in the i think in the fall and winter we're going to be doing some weekends
0: like regional stuff like in your area or
1: regional stuff and we were talking about going out on the west coast and doing shit in like la and in california in general so Hopefully that comes to fruition,
0: yeah, because I feel like kids out here in California would just eat that shit up.
1: Yeah, I'd love to do some Southwest shit, but for right now we're mainly just finishing up writing for this new shit and we'll hopefully have music out before the the fest in a couple weeks. We're mm. gonna do like a, a a like a live practice tape in studio. Mm -hmm. so hopefully that's ready by the time the fest is out but there will be new music this year for both bands
0: hell yeah that's awesome and i can't let you go without asking you about elden ring i know (laughs) i know you're a huge elden ring fan i'm a elden ring scrub i i watch these videos and i feel so like shitty at the game because i'm watching these guys go through like level 80 with just fists and just destroying everybody and I'm level I hit like 205 with my samurai I I had to start a whole new character because my mage I was just over playing this mage class so I, I started over I'm a samurai and I'm level 205 and I'm just like dude like how how can people go through the game level 80 with just their fists and be badass but I'm level 205 with a badass samurai build and I'm just like doing okay
1: Dude, Elden Ring fucking so sick. I I actually one hundred percent of it. Oh really? Yeah. Hell yeah. I I beat it four times. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I finished it I think four times. I just got like real fucking into it. Because it came out like right before I had spring break. And then once I was on spring break, that's like all I fucking did. Mm-hmm. Like I'd work and then just play Elden Ring because that's all that I had really going on. And it was like it was literally like the for me like the perfect game. Definitely the my favorite game I've played in like years where it feels like a complete package.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. It- uh, they put a lot of detail into that game and even just the gameplay in general like for you know people who may not be familiar with like the souls type games I I think they you know still managed to make it very fun.
1: I think it's a good entry point for people wanting to take the dive into like Bloodborne or Dark Souls or Sekiro and they didn't know where to start. I think that's like a great place to start.
0: 100% just cuz I feel like there's like more ways to play that game versus the others it makes it like a little oh, more friendly you know
1: oh yeah the the open world is definitely like a little daunting but once you're like locked in you can fucking crush it <laughs> <laughs> i really like those games and in, in general outside of like the the cool like imagery and like lore stuff and everything because the the satisfaction that comes with Defeating a boss is like unmatched, like learning the patterns on a really difficult boss and like getting it down and beating the boss. And you're like, I fucking did that.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. And who, who's, who's your favorite boss fight? Cause like, I, I haven't beat the game, but I've watched all the videos. So I know like, you know, all the spoilers, whatever.
1: My favorite fight. Malaketh was really sick. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to say Millennia, but it took me like four hours of trying back to back to beat it, so I'm not going to say
0: Millennia. <laughs> That's a lot. Um, That's where I decided to start a new character. I was fighting her with my—I think I was like 170 with like my mage character, and I was just like, "This you is... straight
1: up can't beat her with a mage." I was like, "It's so hard."
0: It was just frustrating because like I I can't even survive like one combo because I have like no. <laughs> You know no uh none of health, and just everything's put into my f p um, so pretty good.
1: like miracles were like or incantations or whatever they're called are like the the best way to beat her, yeah or like I, a raw strength build
0: I watched some video some guy beating her with like this jar, which I thought was like pretty crazy, but. Yeah, um, but but I had sold the the, the jar because like it was like you get it from like a drop from like a boss. It was like it it's just, like some weird cannon. I forget the name of it, but um, but I had sold the 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 jars. So I was like, damn it! I was like, I sold the jars. So I can't beat her with that strat. So, like so, I tried with my mage for so long, and I was like, I have to keep leveling. I I have to get stronger. But I was like, I hate. Like it got to the point where I wasn't even having fun playing the mage class. So I was like, I, I was like, I've been thinking about samurai since the very beginning. Let me just go back and start over, and I'll figure it out. And just like like since I, I you know did everything with my mage, I kind of knew what to do with my samurai so I did it pretty fast so I like I said I'm, I'm 205 I, I haven't even gotten that I, I haven't even progressed that far into the story I, I, I just been getting all my like weird like talismans and just leveling my character
1: dude I I did a mage build because <clears throat> my first class I did like a incantation and like Strength build, Mm -hmm. so I was whipping lightning bolts at people and then fucking them up with a big sword. That was a lot of fun. Mm -hmm. And then I did a mage build, and like ninety five percent of the game, I straight up steamrolled. Mm -hmm. I thought the mage class was like, for the most part, like really easy to play as.
0: It was. I would just rock sling everybody to death until yeah. (laughs) That's it.
1: All you have to do is rock sling. Yeah,
0: but then I ran into millennia and she was just like, yeah, that's not gonna work on me asshole. Um, but okay, but okay. So four playthroughs, uh, you you did the 100%. Uh, is there any other games you're playing right now?
1: (laughs) Right now I'm playing, uh, lost judgment, the sequel to judgment. The Yakuza Mm spinoff.
0: Okay. Interesting. I, I've been meaning to, to tap in with the other uh, Yakuza since I, I liked like a dragon so much. And, and I know that that they're different, but I just want to go back just for the respect of, of the series.
1: I think honestly, the ones worth playing are, are zero one, two, four and six, okay. three and five could be skipped realistically. Mm-hmm. Unless you like get the collection and play them all. But like three, one like they first went to ps3 and if it, it doesn't feel great to play
0: mm-hmm. they're still trying to figure and it out like the whole next gen
1: it, yeah and then four is fucking awesome the story for four is so good and the characters in four are really good and then they try it again in five and there's too much shit and the game is like mad convoluted mm-hmm. and then in six they just they pretty much like wipe the whole slate clean they're like yeah this is the end
0: <laughs> interesting okay well that's cool that it's awesome to hear that you're still staying busy with the games um I, I i love playing video games i play apex every day shout out to season 13 um and all will eventually beat elden ring probably uh, now that i don't have to prepare for uh, any concerts or do anything too crazy um soon I'm, i'll have way more time
1: Definitely finish Elden Ring, and then whenever uh, some expansion shit comes out or new like updates, I'll log back in.
0: Because
1: mm-hmm. like, I'm just wait. I don't want to get like burnt out on it. I'd rather wait for like hopefully new stuff to come out, so I could be psyched about that.
0: Yeah, I- I'm surprised you haven't uh, played that. Um, what's it called? The Tokyo Ghostwire?
1: Oh, I. I wanted to, but I didn't want to spend money on it.
0: Mm, especially if, if you don't know if, if it's a good game or not. Yeah, it's a lot to invest in.
1: Because like that that studio's games are like super hit and miss for me. Mm-hmm. Like, I played the first Dishonored and liked it. And I thought Dishonored 2 was like, alright. And I thought Prey was okay. So I was like well, I don't want to cop Tokyo Ghostwire, if it's just all right like I don't want to pay 70 bucks for something that'll just be okay
0: so you want that Elden Ring experience that that that's a money well spent
1: dude even just a fraction of that experience Mm -hmm. I'd be down for and like uh what's the fucking game that they came out with in the fall uh who It's like the, the game where like you're the hitman and it's like Groundhog Day.
0: I don't know what you're talking about if I'm being honest. Oh oh you're talking about Deathloop. Deathloop?
1: Yeah, Deathloop. Yeah, like that that didn't look super interesting to me.
0: That was I, I own Deathloop and I regret it. <laughs> it's really? not that it's not that fun. It's okay, but it's not like it's not what I thought I, it was gonna be. It was just like it's
1: made by the same studio now, it's like it looks fine. That it looks like something I'll cop when it's like 20 bucks.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. Wait for the sale. I I, I love video games. uh, You know, sales. Uh, Shout out to Steam. They always have cool shit going on sale. Sales are dope. (laughs) Fuck yeah. All right. Well, Dan, I appreciate you taking the time to do this. It's always a a pleasure to talk to you. I'm a huge fan of Warren. I'm a huge fan of uh, your area. I still want to move there. Maybe one day I'll figure it out. Um But before we sign off, is there anything else you would like to say?
1: No, thanks for having me back again. It's always fun to just talk shit and talk about Marvel shit, band stuff. Mm-hmm. So thanks for that. Thanks for always putting on for us.
0: No problem. Like I said, uh you, you know, you helped me out uh last time I was in town. So much appreciated that kind of like, I, I I don't know if i said it. I, i'm pretty sure i said it publicly but like just thinking back to like what or how all of you guys came together to make sure i had a good time um when uh, you know nate was going through some stuff that just meant a lot to me to see um you know everybody kind of reach out and you know kind of put me up and take care of me while i was out there so uh, you know I, I have a ton of respect for um all of you out there and I'm, I'm happy to be able to call you guys friends
1: anytime man of
0: course all right well thank you again thank you for everybody who tuned in and we'll be back soon